We are back on the huge show across Michigan, and each and every Tuesday we get together with former Michigan head basketball coach John Beeline. He's presented by Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvivi. Managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office, Dormayhew's World Headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state. He'll join us in studio. We'll talk a little hoops. We'll get to Coach Beeline in a moment. But, uh, Josh, I know with your kids playing basketball, you're a huge basketball fan. What would be your quick summation of the starts for Michigan and Michigan State? I think for Michigan, uh, we've lost some very close games. I was looking up some scores here just to go back and refresh my memory, but Three-point loss to Oregon, three-point loss to Indiana. Um, so some close games there. Um, Four-point loss to Memphis. So Michigan uh, looks like they've got a couple of young guys. They're looking good, but they've got to put together uh, some late late game strategy to close out these games. Michigan State, I don't know what to say. Um, last year they were such a good team. Uh, a lot of the guys are back again this year. Um, I think they're kind of a letdown so far, but I will say it's early in the year. I'm not counting them out yet. They've got a lot of talent uh, and they're and they're coached by one of the best in my opinion. So a little bit of a letdown for Sparty, but I do see them bouncing back. It's, t- it's too early in the season. Alright, uh, when will the Pistons uh, how much longer will the losing streak go before we get to Coach Beeline? Gosh. It's I, at 20 right now. We're judging them how they play in losses, which is really scary when it comes to any team. I... I don't know. And even Bogdanovich comes back. He's shooting forty percent. He from three point range gets sixteen last night, and they still lose. I mean, I, it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to talk about. Josh, we'll talk to you more uh, coming up later. But Coach Beeline is standing by, ready to talk some hoops, and uh, we'll get to the Pistons and Michigan State in a moment. But uh, for Michigan, you know, depth, John, from our first conversation this year, they don't have a lot of depth. So late game strategy is going to be to hold on as much as you can. Yeah, you know, I think that depth sometimes in college basketball, Phil, is uh, is a bit overrated. That if you you can just have you know six or seven guys that can get you through these, unless you have two bad injuries, then it gets gets you. But I think. I think Josh had a great point. They've had some really close games that we wouldn't be talking this way if they'd been able to close out Oregon, Indiana, Memphis, games like that. So I think they're better than the record suggests. Uh, I've said this a couple times, and then they surprised me and laid an egg. But I really think that they have, uh, they have in watching the Big Ten, they're going to be able to, to win more games and get themselves back into the front of this league somewhere if they can just win these close ones. Josh is right on. John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan, joining us for his weekly conversation, Talking Hoops. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorme, who formerly Bean Carter, their Grand Rapids office, uh, also in studio. Uh, you heard Josh mention Michigan State. I've talked a lot about it, that they have one go-to score right now in Walker is those looking for a big man that can give him a presence in the paint. John, I know you'll be in the Big Ten studios after the first of the year talking Big Ten hoops as we hit uh, the full schedule for conference play. But early on, uh, off that loss at Nebraska, uh, your thoughts on where Michigan State basketball is right now? I think that they they may have to make changes somewhere and do some things, play smaller, 
if they need to do that. That's right. It always scared me, Bill, when people went small on us and play didn't play a necessary big center. If they're not getting production out of that position, then maybe they need to play smaller or at least diminish those minutes. Um, you know, they have they have they've lost tough too tough. It was at Nebraska, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a good team, and at Nebraska is always they that place. If they had the crowd, I think they had in that game. It gets jacked up. It is loud. They're really good at presenting a difficult atmosphere. So I would, you know, as this time goes on, again, I'll agree with Josh. They will get better as the year goes on, but maybe he needs to. Okay, we got to put more shooters out on the floor. And we get we got guys on the bench that can shoot. Let's get them in there because they they got to do something to make the floor bigger. Yeah, Michigan State sub five hundred, uh, middle December. That uh, is foreign territory to Tom Izzo. But as Josh said, I do agree. Uh, a lot of season left. Izzo has had reclamation in season projects work, but I I just don't see the scoring with this group of players uh, to make them a team that will contend. Uh, for the Big Ten, so we'll see what happens. Uh, John, you spent a lot of time with a lot of these Pistons. Uh, you were there behind the scenes as uh, a senior advisor, helping with shooting strategy to a point uh, with these players. Pistons losing streak now has hit 20 games. What are you thinking when you look at the Pistons right now? Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago, and they lost 12 in a row or uh, 13 in a row, and I said, this is hard to do hard to lose that many because of the schedule and teams just show up don't ready but now we're at 20 and I do see a little shift now with that bogey's back but Boyan Bogdanovich is back because that's helped them stay in some games but you're right we're, we're saying okay they're playing playing teams closer than getting blown out uh, but they're uh, you know it's they, they got a tough schedule coming up here shortly they got uh, Philadelphia twice and uh, and then they got they go on a road trip with at Philly at Milwaukee at uh, the Atlanta Hawks. So everybody's got to hang on for dear life, uh, trusting that time uh, uh, will make them better. I'm, I'm sure that they're getting valuable. They've had valuable practice time because of the in-season tournament, so they've been able to get some time to do some things. So I think we'll see some results here, but. Um, they got to find a rotation that they like and get guys comfortable say, saying, I'm a 35-minute player and I'm a 15 player and not have to mix that up while they search for answers. Uh, with Monty, uh, the new coach, uh, the adjustment period there, uh, when your players are used to a system, game day practices, workouts, uh, then you get a new coach, you get a new system, I get an adjustment period, but it shouldn't lead to a 20-game losing streak. How much of this is on coaching, uh, looking at the 20-game losing streak? You asking me or Josh that one? I'm asking you that one. I think that it's it's all, uh, it has a lot to do with just getting everybody get used to each other. How are we going to handle winning? How are we going to handle losing? How do we improve through adversity, which is usually... Uh, easier than proving through prosperity. And yeah, I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's the players. I, I don't know. I see they're playing a little smaller right now. But there's a lot that goes into building a, building a program, building a culture. And I don't care what it is. They got to find it. 
the fans deserve them finding a you know this uh, a, a better team out there, a better product on the team. I know they're working at it, but for the common fan, I think it's really important they get there quicker. We can't can't keep losing like this. Yeah, twenty games in a row, Josh. Uh, they already were struggling to draw people to downtown Detroit ever since the move from the Palace, just because a uh, different location and the team wasn't playing well. Uh, I don't know what you do. I mean, with this 20-game losing streak, and the more it goes, it's starting to get national eggs. It wears on the players. Uh, you're a fan. Like I said, your uh, family, your sons are basketball fans. Uh, how do they turn this around? I think they got to get together in that locker room and really decide that enough is enough. Um, they've, they've certainly got the skilled talent there. Um, you look at that roster list, um, they've, they've got some really good players. And I do think uh, Coach Williams is a great coach. Um, he's proved that uh, time and time again. And so what's missing, right? That's what you ask is what's missing here. And so I think they have to get together as a group and really make that decision as a team that enough is enough and, and, and we're going we're gonna to change what we're doing because what we're doing right now is not working. So, um, and I think it starts in that locker room, uh, to be candid. It starts with those players um, and holding each other accountable. John, uh, like I said, you spent some time with a lot of these players. Are, are they as bad as a 20-game losing streak would tell us? No, I, I think that it is um, – they're probably closer than they think right now, and that's where Josh is talking about in the locker room. they got to give each other confidence, don't point fingers at each other, just get it done. And that goes for the coaching staff, too. It's a whole new coaching staff. So yeah, that's that's tough for guys to get used to people when they have been working with the not only just the head coach but the whole staff every single day. So the combination of everybody from the top down has to look at this and say, and this is not something that is going to happen through osmosis gradually. We got to be intentional about building a stronger culture, about really focusing on what we have to do with the little things that win games. And everybody's in on it, and that's it. I, I've heard, I've heard some great talks in a locker room afterwards. You can imagine, and Josh is right there. The best usually come from a player. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Rodney, uh, Rodney McGruder and uh, and and uh, in Hamadou Diallo. Hamadou Diallo said, get, "said what? Here's the elephant in the room is." I didn't even think guys knew what elephants in the room meant <laughs> that, that were in today's generation. But he spoke some truths, and it really helped us. So I don't know what the elephants, if there are any elephants in the room there, but whatever it is, they have to band together, everyone, and figure this out. John Beeline, former Michigan coach, each and every week, he'll join us talking hoops when it comes to Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten, and the Pistons. You can look for John on the Big Ten Network after the first of the year as an in-studio analyst. Also, it's presented every week by Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office or world headquarters located in Troy. Josh, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And Coach Beeline, uh, say goodbye to Josh Garvey, a huge fan of yours. <laughs> Josh, I'm, I'm really – I like when you said we when you were talking about Michigan, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Coach Beeline, man, and uh, enjoy the week, and we'll talk hoops in seven days.
Okay, thank you, Bill. All right, Thanks, John Beeline. Uh, he is a great man on and off the court, joining us each and every week, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew here on the Michigan Sports Network.